tell. Hello. Use the force. Mr. John Marshall. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends, go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Don't. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast, where we discuss all things geek from the 80s through today, listen on our thoughts on music, movies, cartoons, toys, and shows, relive your memories, Jonathan, of your childhood as we tap into the nerd in you. And to our longtime listeners, I want to say welcome, and if you're new here, what's up? <laughs> Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're talking about WandaVision Episode 8, previously on. Did you like this episode? I did like it. I liked it better than last week's. I will say that. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, this was less of a figure out what's going on because, and I expected this. We talked about it last week. It's going to be a, a, an information dump episode, a lot of exposition. And so I was fine with that. I was expecting it. Um, it was kind of just to sit back and we're going to tell you where your guesses were right and where your guesses were wrong and where this show it has been heading this whole time. So I was ready for it. And I, I, I liked what was revealed. I, I enjoyed, um, you know, I had like a mental checklist. Yep, I thought that. Yep, I thought that. Like they confirmed some things. Uh, some things I was like, oh, that's, that's, I didn't think that, you know, that kind of stuff. So overall, I enjoyed the episode. Again, uh, the internet lied to us. I thought it'd be an hour long. It was 44 minutes long. So I don't believe the internet anymore. Alan. It's lied <laughs> to me too many times. It's hurt me too many times. 45 minutes, that's not including the credits? That's with the credits. That's with the credits. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it did, 40, it did seem a little longer. 45 or 47, yeah. Uh-huh. So going into this episode, we've done this before. Uh, it has what, – what were, what are the thoughts that may have changed or, or confirmed for you? I've – well, they set up um, Agatha last week to be kind of the big baddie. And even last week we spoke about we still think there's someone behind her. This episode to me, the way I viewed it, I'm curious to see your thoughts on it, um, really came to me as like, I real like Agatha was more of a, I, I called this witch's therapy. That's what I, I want to say. Alan, this is witch's therapy. She is helping Wanda through this trauma by making her confront it. It's a risky thing. And of course, I think, I think Agatha's got personal reasons, like personal benefits for doing this. Um, but I don't think it's, um, malicious intentions. Does, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, so I'm just saying that I think Agatha is finds in Wanda almost someone she's been searching for for centuries. And you know, if you look at the beginning, she was at the Salem Witch Charles. They, you know, the other witches burned her. Said she's working with magic she shouldn't be working with. And she even says she goes, "Mother, I'll try to be, or I can be good. I know it." All these things are little clues to me. It's like I don't think Agatha's a bad guy in this. I think I think this everything she did, all the manipulations, was to try to make Wanda. I think she's curious about her powers and wants to know where they came from and how she got that way. But she's also trying to help Wanda through this trauma. Hmm. Was- I I I think I agree with you partly. I don't I don't know if she's the main bad. I mean, it's too late to say that there's another person pulling the strings at this point you know um what i got out of it though was you know when it starts off in you know 16 something right 
and like he said they confronted he she's confronted with all the witches and it seemed like when they were using their powers on her she was actually taking away their powers you know mm -hmm. and the vibe i got was uh she's living through time and she's sensing this magical witchical <laughs> power and she's like whoa what, what's that coming what's that coming from who is this and and how do i get it you know and so that's that's the point of view i got it, it, at some points it, it felt like she was almost like being like the yoda kind of like okay i'm gonna help you through this how come you know you don't know these magical powers and maybe i can guide you but at the same time i also got the feeling like okay how is it that you're so powerful how can i take that from you too like so she can be like the ultimate witch so it's i got i was i'm conflicted with with her character i don't know if she's good if she's bad or maybe she's supposed to be like a a neutral kind of being like yeah, i'm she, not good she, i'm not bad but i'm i'm in the middle yeah she's just great I, see my thinking is this and i can see why you think that but my thing is like she i don't i don't think she knew she was stealing the powers back in 1693 um, because they were attacking her and she was kind of absorbing it. And then she started to steal her power and they wind up dying. Uh, if, if her end goal is to steal the, her uh, Wanda's powers, like she did those other witches, she's going about it in a very, very convoluted way, which is not to say that Marvel, some Marvel movies haven't created very convoluted situations to get to an end goal. Um, you know, as much as we love, uh, civil war, Baron Zemo has a very convoluted plan to get his revenge. Mm hmm. Um, superheroes, you know, so I, I don't know. It just seems a little bit too convoluted. I, and I think she's this all powerful witch who's lived this long time kind of by herself or always searching for that person that's as powerful. And she hasn't been able to find it, but now she's drawn to Wanda. I think as we see in this episode, when they flash back to everything that Wanda has gone through, Wanda did create. So we were wrong I, and I'm wrong. I, I was like, really Wanda's is powerful. Yeah, Wanda's is powerful. Wanda created this reality herself. She she didn't bring vision back from the dead. She manifested a different vision from her powers, right? Right. And because as we see at the end, the, the body of the vision, and we were led to believe she stole the body. She didn't steal the body. They still have the body. So she creates, you know, she builds a house on her own with her powers. She creates a, a brand new vision. She obviously created the children um, and she changed the town. So she is this powerful person. And this is my radical theory. So at the end of the episode, by the way, spoiler alerts. <laughs> by the end of the episode, <laughs> by, the, by the end of the episode, you know, the last words we hear are, you know, uh, um, Agatha in amazement says something along the lines of, you're a scarlet witch. Right? right, yes. And all through, ever since Agatha's been manifesting her powers, we've been seeing this purplish color, right? Well, what if that's like at the first of all, and the comics never did this. They never, you know, they dress Wanda in red and called her a Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's why she's a Scarlet Witch. Well, maybe that's a thing. Maybe a Scarlet Witch is a certain type of powerful witch. Well, what if Agatha is another certain type of powerful witch, but she's a Violet Witch? Oh, yeah. I, I got the same vibe, too. And that's why I, like, I, there was an episode that we did where, oh, maybe it was, was it the previous one where we saw Dottie out there and she was by, like, yellow flowers. Mm -hmm. I was thinking all those women there... Uh, are all part of like a witch a coven yeah. a coven yeah and each witch has their own color and because of that color it kind of dictates what kind of witch they are yeah so it's like the green lantern core except for witches yeah yeah very cool <laughs> so, so yeah what it, so so agatha's a violet witch and wanda's a scarlet witch and they have different things so this is the thing i think 
I don't think it's about stealing her power because I, I don't know, just something about her saying I can be good mother in that beginning makes me think that they, they burned her out of fear for using her powers for evil. Right. But maybe she's like, no, I can, I can deal with these. I can handle these powers. I can be good. Um, although she winds up killing all the switches, but you know, that, you and, can and, 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 and I think that's why I'm a little conflicted because when she does, you know, she says mother, I don't know if it's her real mother or just kind of like a motherly kind of like person. A title. Like yeah. a title for the head of the cupboard or something. Right? So yeah. what makes it conflicting is that she also shows no remorse either. Like, oh my God, what mm-hmm. did I do? It's kind of like, oh, well, s- sucks for you that you died, whether accidentally or purposefully. And she does take that little brooch that she has there. But, and so that's where I'm, I'm a little conflicted. I, I don't know. And why does she care? You know, does she have to pick a side? She doesn't have to pick a side. She can be like, hey, yeah. we're, we're the witches. We're badass. And we'll take anybody on, good or bad. You know, like she doesn't have to be part of a, a particular group. Well, well this, is, this is the thing, too, because, you know, we're used to thinking of witches as bad, right? Well, this covenant of witches tried to burn her for using dark magic. So does that mean they were quote-unquote good witches like i don't know it's it's there's a lot of questions and i do think there's a big a bigger bad behind it but i'm inching more toward that you know mid-credit scene or end of credit scene where they're revealed like oh well that didn't work i'll I'll try something else you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then that'll lead into the doctor strange movie maybe like maybe that but do you think that that big baddie is going to be revealed in, in this series I think it'll be like an end credit thing, like after next week's episode. Oh, if, if I, I see what you mean. Right? If they don't come out next week and say this is the big baddie, and they have to fight the big baddie, because um, I can see if 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 Agatha wa- is walking that line, and it's not like the really evil person in this, because yes, yeah, she, she you know she says I killed the dog, but the dog is a manifestation of Wanda's powers. It wasn't alive anyway, which I think we're going to find out something about the kids like that. Um, I think you're going to see Wanda. Agatha and um, Monica wind up fighting the big bad if they reveal the big baddie. I, I think you know, and I don't the know. Vision because Vision's going to fight New Vision. I think, and then they're going to fight if if a big baddie is real. I think those real fight uh, the revealed big baddie. I think, I think it's we're so at the far end of this. I don't think there's enough room to to bring in another baddie. I think at this point, the baddie, well, not, I'm not going to say baddie, but it's not really baddie, but I, I think the next episode is all going to be about uh, Wanda versus director Hayward and, and the other vision and who that vision is. I, I don't, I don't know if there's enough room to introduce somebody new at all. You know, I think, well, this, the first I think thing- all the, I think all the pieces are out and this is what we're dealing with. And then now it's about people in Westview versus people outside Westview, and that's it. I, I, I can't foresee anything bigger than what it is. But the thing is, I the first thing I texted you, because I saw it before you, was like, I don't see how to resolve all this in one episode. In regards so, to who Wanda is? Or, anyway, or, oh, even, okay. if they even if they don't introduce a new big baddie, I don't see how they resolve what, the lingering questions in the next episode. Unless it's a two-hour episode, but it's not. So maybe Hayward is a big baddie. I, I don't know. I'm still not hooked on. I, I don't know that Hayward's really that bad of a guy. Oh I mean, no! Yeah, he, yeah. He, he unless could, could, he, last episode, I never thought Hayward. I, to this day, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he has he has a a different 
point of view on things maybe you know he has his own agenda but i'm not necessarily saying it's bad but you know his thing is that he's trying to recreate vision again whether whether it's right or wrong but that's his job you know his job is to take this this vision body and then and weaponize it or or create something out of it but i think he's inadvertently creating something a lot bigger than what he thinks you know um so so if we look at what we know it, it does point to there not being anyone else bigger or badder and maybe there isn't a big baddie maybe agatha walking that gray line so look she's either straight up a bad guy an evil person or she's walking that gray line right yeah and from what we know it could be that it could be the big fight could just be vision fighting vision and and wanda coming to terms with agatha coming to terms with all of her trauma and and agatha helping her either helping her through it or putting herself in the way of that as as the bad guy so maybe there is no nightmare there is no mephisto um maybe that's just what it is it's a big battle between the two visions and if it has a happy ending i think wanda's vision merges with the, his old body and becomes some kind of hybrid vision like that's how they bring him back into the mcu for real or it ends tragically where vision is gone you know and maybe maybe vision's gone and the white vision you see at the end is a he's like a still a hero but he's devoid of that emotion like he was in the comics yeah, I think I'm leaning towards that. I think the vision that we know already from the TV show, that vision, I, I think Wanda's going to try and maybe get that vision into white vision, I guess. Uh, yeah. But I don't think so. This this new vision that we're seeing now, um, and, and you know, this, what the funny part is, that's the vision that I'm familiar with from the comic books. I never knew green red vision from the comic books so, right. so when i entered comic books white vision was a white vision i knew and he was very devoid of emotion he was right. like spock i guess you know very black and white kind of stuff i think my fear though is and, and i doubt it's going to happen i really doubt it's going to happen because that's that would be like a major thing like you're right this can't be just one season is this is this how Ultron taps back in again? You know, is Ultron coming back in some way, somehow? But if if it's if it is Ultron, then you need you need almost like another another ten episodes to kind of flesh this out. I couldn't imagine like they're they're saying, okay, Ultron's back. Holy crap! Then then they're in trouble. I, I just well, I was gonna say maybe maybe this ends with them, you know, like Mandalorian ended like you know season two next year or something. You know, like. But it took the whole oh Avengers to take on Ultron. I mean, yeah, but but if if if, you, if it is a, a way for Ultron to come back, you're finding a weaker Ultron. Don't let him come back a hundred percent. Like have Wanda and Vision stop him before he comes back a hundred percent. So um, do you think? But that, do you yeah. think Ultron's involved? I I, I don't. It's the first. I mean, you mentioned the first time I even thought about that. I was actually thinking Baron Mordo, Mordo, because remember he ends Doctor Strange being like, "Well, sorcery. We have to get rid of sorcery." Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, so he's going after the witches. So he's causing this. Um, oh, okay. I didn't think I'm not 100%, That's I'm not 100% on that, but, yeah. you know, she is going to be in Doctor It was making – the connections were, were making sense to me because Doctor Strange and her are going to be in the next movie together. And why not bring – you're going to bring Mordo back, right, at some point. Yeah. So, um, but, but do you think it's, this, it's – I don't – don't... Go ahead, go ahead. What I'm saying is I don't know – I don't know if Wanda goes through all this therapy, quote unquote therapy, 
to come out better, like okay at the end, like over and accepting of all this tragedy. And then they take her vision away from her again. Unless that's part of her therapy where she, she like maybe he beats, you know, black and white vision and she has to say goodbye to him. And knowing that by saying goodbye, he'll like, dis, you know, not disintegrate, but you know what I mean? Like disappear. And maybe she has, that's part of it, like letting him go. And maybe that's part of the therapy too. Um, Cause it wouldn't make sense to get her through all this trauma and then have the vision she's been living with and treating as her husband have to disappear too, unless she lets him go. Does that make sense? But I'm thinking you, about this very therapeutically, by the way. <laughs> no. Do, so do you see, I'm having a hard time believing that, that Wanda walks out of this as an Avenger. Better? Oh, really? I don't, I, I think, like I said, I, I think Agatha it is not, I don't, I, you can't put a title on her to say she's good or she's bad. She's, she is what it is, you know? And, and I think when she, if you look at it from that point of view, she is a witch She's looking for other witches, whether she's going to try to absorb Wanda's powers or not. But she is a witch, and maybe Scarlet Witch takes on that mantle as okay, I, I'm something else, you know. Because when you look at the flashback, I know we, didn't, we haven't even gotten to the show yet, but yeah, when you look at the flashback as to you know how like they survived that bomb, are we assuming that she is a first mutant now? I mean, is this the first manifestation of? Oh, someone actually had powers that she was born with? Well, that's what Agatha's saying. And this is where Agatha's wrong because Agatha thinks Wanda knows how she's doing all this. That Wanda, Wanda, like, practiced and learned how to do all this witchcraft, where it seems to be innate, where Agatha says, You cast the hex spell so that bomb wouldn't explode. And then remember, when she enters the room with the Mind Stone and the staff, the staff came to her. Yeah. I mean, the stone, the stone came to her. Yeah. It revealed itself to her. And if you, if you look in that scene when she's getting hit with all the light and all that, she sees a vision of like herself in her, it's not herself. It's like an outline of her and her costume. Yeah. You can see the costume part of it. Yeah. 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 So she's so, a first, first mutant, her and Quicksilver, right? Wouldn't you call that a mutant or they're not using their term mutant in the, in the Disney universe? I would say we don't know about Quicksilver because maybe he did genuinely get the powers from the stone okay but um i would say i you know if we're not gonna use mutant gets born with it but then agatha because agatha is still in the assumption that this is a learned skill like how did you get so good how are you so powerful who taught you this because even one's like i don't know what you're talking about she's like well you know what i'm talking about you're you're too bad do you know what i mean like even agatha's having a hard time believing that wanda had no quote-unquote training in witchcraft well but she also makes it makes it seem like like, don't you know that spell? This is such a basic spell. Yeah. You know? Meaning huh. she thinks Wanda had training. I guess. Or or she just she just was like I said, she's a mutant with witch like powers. She just wasn't uh um you know, trained in the oh, in the right way. Or for or had yeah. formal training. And then she used the stone maybe helped maybe the stone helped amplify. Yeah. And, you know, because if she had probability powers, you know, she's, you know, that bomb's in her house. She's like, oh, my God, don't explode, don't explode, don't explode. And by doing that, she's unwill- unknowingly causing it not to explode. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And then she never uses it again because why would you think, like, you, you get out of that situation thinking, oh, I'm lucky that bomb didn't explode. So she wouldn't think she had powers. 
But then now she's exposed to the stone. That was supposed, you know, the whole point of the experiments was to give them powers. So she's like, oh, it must have worked. I, I have powers now. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah, it's very possible. I just saw an interview recently where some guy asked Feige, like, who is the most powerful, you know, superhero? And he flat out says it's it's Wanda. I mean, Wanda oh, took yeah. on Thanos. I mean, if 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 Thanos didn't have uh, rain fire or whatever, Thanos would yeah. have been a, da- a dead man and Wanda would have kicked his ass easily. You know, Wanda was kicking his ass. Yeah, yeah. Brave fire, fire yeah. our troops. Do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, she probably would have yeah. ripped him limb from limb all by herself. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So it's <laughs> yeah. So I so it, that retcons her origin, which I think is awesome. Uh, we also find out that Pietro is obviously not Pietro and. Not that he was raised from dead. She, what did she say? It was she said it wasn't necromancy, which is bringing people back from dead because you know his body's on another continent. Uh, it was just um, a possession spell. So he's someone, right? Is he is he Peter from the X Men universe that she possessed, or is I, like how can he just be a, a regular schmo that she possessed, and how is he running fast and all that? That's what I look at. Unless yeah. her powers could do that too. You know, I don't know. I mean, because Agatha seems like an extremely powerful witch. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's which, true. which, which really gives insight to just how powerful Wanda is. Because even Agatha's like, you are like powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're unreal. Because like, and even like I rewatched a couple episodes uh, last night, and uh, and when the dog dies, Sparky dies, and something like the kid says something like, "Can you can you bring it back to life?" And Agatha's like, you can do that too. Like she's like, huh? <laughs> like it, like, like you take it as like she's just saying it. But now when you see Agatha and you know who she really is, she's almost like right. in bewilderment. Like that's your power also. Like holy crap, you know. Well, so, she also, but but she also makes you believe that she can bring people back to the dead because when she's referring to what she calling fake Pietro, Fetro, whatever. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Um, she says. It's not, you know, I couldn't use necromancy because he's his body. So it makes you think she, you know, she could do that. Yeah. She, she could, she has that skill too. So, yeah. And I think, I think the kids are part of her wish fulfillment. And I think Agatha knows. And, um, yeah, I just, I just think Agatha is really there as more of a, like, A, curious about her power level and B, like, helping her through this trauma. Not, not in a selfless way. You know, she wants something from Wanda, but she's helping her through this to help her understand just how powerful she is. Maybe to make her an ally. Say, see, you're this powerful. You need to be in my coven or I'll be in your coven. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Um, I just don't think she's like a bad guy, like an evil. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's yeah. I, I don't know if she's good, bad or whatever, but I don't think I, I can't perceive her as this really evil, evil, evil person. Because like I said, I rewatched and it's it's it'd be weird to know that. Oh, she's like the bad person. Like if you're watching episode one through whatever already, it, you you never yeah. get that at all because she seems quite helpful. But hey, dude, we haven't even talked about the show. What did you think about? Um, you want to start off like her going back through time or through, like watching her as a kid and and as she's evolving and stuff. Well, part of a lot of what they showed us kind of confirmed theories we had. You know, we we thought the whole sitcom thing was because she watched the old shows as a kid which was confirmed yeah yeah um but you know know what was a mind f though when when she creates 
like, you know, she starts making Westview. Everything starts to morph into like the 1960s, whatever it was. And then even her house, she starts to create. What really tripped my head was there's a part where you think she's in the house, but then the camera pulls back and it's a soundstage. And you're like, wait, wait, what just happened? I thought she created the house. You know, like all of a sudden the house is also oh, a right. soundstage. And I, I, I was like, uh, we need a podcast because I don't know what the hell just happened there. Well, well the thing is, is she the one – someone's broadcasting the show. and Is it her? I don't know. She but cre- why was there a soundstage? Well, she, because she created the sitcom life because that's what she knew. But like, is that in I, the house too? The house is a soundstage? I think for those those first two episodes, yeah. Whoa. Because it, oh. it, when you go beyond those episodes, you see all all the walls of the house at yeah. some point during the show. You don't see it in those first two episodes because it's that old sitcom style. I forgot to call it three camera or something like that, where you you know where the fourth wall. But when she when she throws what's her name through the wall, you at some point during the show see all sides of the house. Yeah. Like they're filming inside an actual house. But they're still so, alluding to it's a TV show still. Right. That, well, that she's still the filming in front of it, somebody. It's been being broadcast. Well, those first two episodes, I think, were more. Remember, it kept morphing as, as she went up through the years. I think it morphed. So I think those first two episodes were a sound, sound. But she might have even been oblivious to it, too. Yo, that, that scene just still box. blew my that mind. Was I was like, what the hell just happened? You know, like, yeah. I can understand her creating that, that house to make it fit the theme of the TV show. And I'm thinking, like, it's just a regular house. And all of a sudden, the camera pulls back and, like, whoa, what, what, what just happened? You know, is it a house or is it, a, or is it like a TV studio? You know, because there was, there was an audience, like, seats for the audience. I mean, that's not part of the house, you know? And that's where everything just kind of flipped over its head. Dude, it's chaos magic. <laughs> it's, it's it's cool it's it's interesting you know it, it is you know what i was kind of annoyed about though but f- annoying and fun at the same time it's the reason why you and i started doing weekly shows on this is because of all these little easter eggs that that, that were going on but it's like you know what the, these are all just red herrings it seems like yeah well i think i think wanda turned out to be wanda's in more control than we thought and maybe that she even thought um so the question really, because Agatha's more about how are you doing? It's not why. Yeah. Um, you know, and so the trip down memory lane, it was it was nice to see the story she told in Avengers Ultron, Age of Ultron, about you know her and her brother. It was good seeing that um, that little scene of her in the Vision and Avengers compound was pretty cool. Um, oh, that was great writing, dude. When Vision said, I actually wrote it down because I was like, wow, that's actually pretty powerful. When she he talks about grief, he says. What is grief but love persevering? I sat there. I was like, whoa, that was good. <laughs> that was actually pretty yeah. deep. <laughs> but it, it was neat to see that scene, though, because it's a scene that we're all familiar familiar with because we actually watch Age of Ultron. It's like a scene right. that happened within the movie that we just didn't see. And I thought that was pretty nice to actually see that. It's like, oh, okay, okay we're, we're finally we're in on something. For the first yeah. time, we actually can grasp onto something that we actually understand. And that was actually pretty nice. And like you said, how she was able to confront um, Vision and Dark Hair was like, no, let her, let her, let her go there. Let her see for herself. Well, even about that scene, it's, you know, Haywood really presented that because Haywood basically said she stole Vision's body. And if you watch it from her point of view, it was a lot less dramatic. It was a lot less aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, 
She walked in there. She spoke to him. He made valid points. You know, we're not going to give you all this vibranium to bury under the ground. But in my brain, I'm like, uh, no, you bury him on Avengers compound. It's going to be fine. No one's going to touch him. Um, but it's vibranium. Yeah, I know. And but then, then how are they cutting them open with saws? Are they vibranium saws? Like, oh, you know, saws? <laughs> good point. Like, come on. So um, I'm like, no, I'm like, I understand his points, and I even I don't I don't, I don't like the fact that he's trying to make a, a you know weaponize them, but I understand his point. But if I was one, I'd be like, no, we're gonna bury him on the Avengers property. He'll be fine. Nobody's gonna mess with him there. Um, but it's really. Really, it was very powerful for me because I'm like, she like this. She loves this guy. This is all she had after her brother died, mm-hmm. and she can't even bury him. And it was really, and and then she says, "I can't feel you." Like that was like a whole thing in Infinity War. All I feel is you. You know? Yeah. It's like oof. Yeah. Like that's rough. That was. But good she left writing. there. She left there without anger. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like. Stupid hay would make her look like she broke in there and stole the body. Well, who that. do you think gave her that letter that was in her in the car though? Who was that? Was that Agatha? Well, I I saw a video on this um, because at first I just went with what they wanted us to think that Vision did. A Vision bought the property, um, but then they're like, why would he buy a property right next to a to a house that has a witch's dungeon underneath it? Oh, I'm like oh yeah, that's kind of coincidental. Um, so maybe Agatha printed. Uh, Maybe Agatha um, put it there and just put the V there, so she think it was Vision. Hmm. I don't know. Witchcraft. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a coincidence, and she just made the basement out of witchcraft. Or maybe <laughs> you go through the basement door. Maybe you go through the basement door, and you're teleported to wherever that base. Maybe the oh no, because she opened the uh, she opened the storm door. And it was uh, Monica opened the storm door last episode. And it was the haunted basement. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where was uh, Monica out of with all this? I don't know, Monica and Pedro. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, they were there. I mean, literally, they were just opening up the, the, the storm door, you know? Yeah, oh, I don't know. And ha- didn't they go from the, her telling stories to them being out on the street holding the kids with the with the magic? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what happened. I guess, I'm assuming we'll find out next episode. Do you think that um, they, they use Paul Bettany in, in White Vision? Why am I calling White Vision? Blue Vision, he actually looks blue. Yeah, but, you know, it's supposed to be white vision. Yeah, I think that's Paul Bettany. Is it? Okay. Because he, he kind of didn't look the same to me. But then again, lots, lots of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they used them. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they didn't. I don't know. I can't wait to see the vision versus vision fight. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. But now, there's supposed to be a cameo. Everyone's talking about a big cameo. That's the like someone uh monica the actress played monica said there's a you know there's a, like a big cameo she can't wait for everybody to see and paul bettany said there's one too but now people are like oh does paul bettany mean him versus himself like is he the other cameo <laughs> was he, was oh he oh man that would suck um, yeah i don't know who monica's talking about um well let me ask you i mean they didn't really touch on it this week but do you still think the aerospace engineer or somebody, or do you think it was the uh, soldier from last week oh god i thought you know i totally forgot about that um, no, I guess, I guess it was really a nobody because there's no reason to refer to that particular character for the next episode, you know? So that, so that was a letdown, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, do, so do you feel that there is going to be a cameo? Um, it might be, it might be something as simple as Nick Fury. Yeah. See, after these last yeah. two episodes, like our brains have 
exploded, you know, like, oh, it's going to be John Krasinski. Now. And now I'm really dialing it back big time. Like, I don't think it's anyone super like that that we don't know about. You know, like yeah, it could be, it could, it could be the scroll from Captain Marvel. You know, exactly. I, I'm thinking it's, it's going to be on that level because. Oh my god! If it's Captain Marvel, I'm going to kick my TV. <laughs> I, it can be. Like you get out of my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought you here? Damn chaos magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to be someone that that's not part of the Marvel universe already because that that would be huge news because I think you would know about that already. I think. So it's got to be something yeah, that's, that's kind of established. So it could be Baron Mordo. I mean, it can. And I'm, yeah, and it might even turn out that Pietro is just some schlub. It's not. It's not the X Men Pietro or, or Peter. I guess his name is in the X Men movies. So I'd be a letdown too. Yeah. So do you think WandaVision is going to end with complete closure, or do you think it's there's going to be like? Yeah. No, you no. think it's going to definitely even, on something else. I'm telling you what. Even if it does, I think there's going to be a credit scene, post or mid, credit scene that. Is gonna relate to her and Doctor Strange. You think it's gonna be that tied closely to it? Yeah, they have to tie it to it. Wouldn't you think? Well, at this point, I I don't think so. I mean, I don't think there's really a need to because we were thinking, or at least I was thinking, like the the whole timeline thing with with the TV shows has something to do with timeline, but it actually doesn't. I mean, WandaVision can, can, as of right now, I think it can totally stand alone without thinking of Doctor Strange, I think. I mean, is there anything about WandaVision now that makes you think there's a relationship to the multiverse? Well, just the magic. Oh, okay. But yeah. that doesn't necessarily no, I, mean there's different timelines. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be multiverse-related. It could just be Doctor Strange-related. What if he comes sweeping in at the end? Why? And maybe, well, because after everything's resolved, maybe he comes in and Monica be like, oh, you know, we solved everything. He's like, this goes way beyond Agatha Harkness or something like that, you know? Mm, yeah. And that, and then ends. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know? and then you'll see Wanda will be back in Dr. Strange too, in the multiverse of madness, you know, something like that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I, I mean, I can see them doing it. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying they have to, but it'd be weird. Look, the only Marvel movie that didn't end with something like that, with at least a mid or post credit scene was Endgame, And most of the Mick, or post credit kind of scenes related to something happening in the future Marvel movie, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what I think what's what's throwing me off a little bit? I think what I'm thinking Agatha, because she she appears and acts like being a witch is very different than any other superhero. You know? Like she's different than let's say a Doctor Strange or okay. you know, she just seems different. Like I don't know explain well but i think i think you're right i think i think which whatever magic witches are using is different than the magic that dr strange uses yeah because when you watch the doctor you know the doctor strange movie they they make no connection to wanda where, where they could have you know it's it's like a different kind of magic almost like cosmic magic doctor strange well it could, you know? yeah well he's they're known as you know, Sorcerer Supremes, the uh, Master of the Mystical Arts. So think of it this way. The, the magic Doctor Strange is practicing is like baseball. And the magic that witches practices is like softball. Hmm. Like, they have things in common, but they're different. Right. And one is more superior than the other. I'm not going to say which I think is superior, but, you know, I'm get gender biased out here. You know, I, I do <laughs> like that each magic has its own color scheme. 
you know, like Doctor Strange is, is like yellow orange, I think. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of like that each magic has its own kind of magic. Right. Does Doctor, or maybe do- it's just the witches, it's particular, like we said before, it's particular to the type of magic they're practicing. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I, I, I am interested to see what the next episode is going to be like. Like, are they going to flesh out who these other witches are? I mean, dude, my mind would, would blow, be blown if Dottie actually is a witch, too. Or not a witch. Or, like, some sort of... Oh, dude. Uh, oh, my God. What is her name? The Enchantress. But she's uh-huh. part of Thor, right? From Asgard? Yeah. She's what? <laughs> yeah, she's part of Thor, though. But I was thinking, oh, she's blonde. <laughs> Something like that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, if they introduce us guardians and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. Hmm. It was an interesting episode. At least we're, we're getting answers. Are there any, like, major questions still that, that you're, you're trying to figure out? Who's Ralph? That's going to be annoying if it's just nothing. Yeah, like a made-up husband or whatever. Yeah, I mean, because they make mention of it from from episode one, and it's just such a, a random thing to mention somebody that doesn't exist. Do you think Ralph is going to be somebody? I hope so. I hope or so may, maybe 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 it ends with Agatha defeated, and you know the mid credit scene or whatever is her going and someone speaking to Ralph, and you find out it's someone. I don't know. <sighs> Son of a bitch. You know, like when <laughs> and Ralph goes, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> right. Oh, so confusing. So good, Man, though. Said, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It's weird. I was thinking about last week and this week. I'm like, why was, why did I like this week better than last week? And I, I couldn't even bring myself to rewatch last week's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Last week's I, I didn't like very much. This one, I, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I like this one. This is, this was good. This is a good one. You know, it's 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 still good. It, the, the story moved forward. I think that's what I liked. I think last last episode, I don't think the story moved as well. Uh, this one, where we're it's pushing the storyline greatly. And how cool is that? That you get someone like you know Wanda as an Avenger, maybe you know not one of the big three, but boy, to to get her character super fleshed out is pretty awesome. And, and we're going to get that with, with, uh, the winter soldier Falcon, um, Hawkeye, I think, right. It, it's neat that they're really diving a little bit deeper where, you know, after Endgame, I thought, okay, we're done with them. I, I think, you know, all the characters that we've loved for the last decade plus, and we're actually getting more than we actually thought. So I'm actually happy about that. Right. Okay. Anything else? All right. Uh, can't believe it's over, man. This is a quick nine weeks. I know. Yeah. We're almost over. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe. So, is there is, is there anything that can happen that would disappoint you? That would disappoint. Yeah. Like, look, you and I have spent the last eight weeks theorizing, and not a lot. I you know I didn't do a running count, but not, I don't think a lot of our theories panned out exactly what we thought it was. But I'm not disappointed by it. I mean, there are episodes I didn't like. But I don't think that's because my expectations weren't met. I just think they weren't, you know, particularly interesting episodes. So, do you think there's any way this could end with you being disappointed? Almost like, what? That's it? I can't believe I wasted nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would definitely say with with how they structure these TV shows, 
where they, they did have us guessing. And, and I love the zillion Easter eggs that, that were fun to figure out, but maybe have led to nothing, but it was still cool to have. So I, I guess you can't be disappointed no matter what they throw at you because I don't know. I don't know if there's really any expectations. I, I think the only thing I, I just need to know is how did he get out of this, really? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, even if I don't like next week's episode or like the resolution, I don't think, I certainly don't think I wasted nine weeks because, you know, it's been fun watching, it's been fun theorizing, it's been really awesome doing these shows. So I don't think it would ever be that, I mean, really have to be horrendous for me to be like, this is so dumb. I mean, I could be disappointed in the ending. It couldn't be as, I, we might be thinking too globally or cosmically. Maybe it's not going to have all these ramifications universe you know marvel universe wide maybe it's just wanda's life you know what i mean like and that's fine i mean that's what um, i got from this episode after watching this episode i realized okay it's it's not as big as i thought it was going to be but that's okay and with, with what they presented so far i'm happy with it so okay so let's speculate what would be a letdown so let's you know let's say okay this is the letdown I, the letdown would probably be ralph is just the stupidest thing is just like a nobody, I guess. Yeah. You know, but that's about it. I, I couldn't imagine anything that they would present where I'd be like upset about. Do you have anything in mind? No, I mean, I would like Ralph to be meaningful. I don't know. I just stop mentioning him so much. And just like the aerospace engineer, I still have a little hope that it'll be someone. I mean, it doesn't have to be Richards, but it has to be more than just some woman in the army that she knew. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> but he did a good a job of making us think, that's for sure. So are you okay if Pietro is just some schlub that she brainwashed? And not from a multiverse or anything like that? So the, the cool factor would be, if it is Pietro from the, from the X-Men universe, then I would well, definitely say this is a multiverse kind of thing, and the tie into Doctor Strange is extremely distinct. You know, mm-hmm. so if that's the case, that's a mind that's so mind blowing. Like, how awesome is that? That that is how they connect the two movie properties together. That's yeah, just maybe brilliant. She search, she, maybe she searches out Doctor Strange to help get him back home. It, it can be. So if if that's the mm-hmm. case, that's mind blowing. If it's just Agatha manifesting some bub off the street, whatever. I guess I'm okay with it too, but it's it's like the fact that they got that particular actor to play that particular Quicksilver. I mean, it's it it was still cool, regardless of how yeah. it plays out. What are the chances of that? Yeah. That they actually had two Quicksilver silvers that they can tap into. I mean, that's just brilliant. Yeah, it's just using what they got, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it worked really, really well. You know, dude. And do, do you realize Spider-Man's schedules come out this December? Is it really? Yeah, and I think Black Widow was what May. Wow. So we're getting what do we say? We're getting four movies this year. Wait, count them. Shang Chi. Shang Chi's this year. Yeah, I think so. Black Widow, Eternals, Shang Chi, and Spider Man. No. Yeah. No way. Eternals yeah. is this year. I believe so, man. No. Eternal. Yes, Eternals was supposed to be November twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I think Shang-Chi was supposed to be February. Wow. Yeah. Let me Google this. Do you think, well. Uh, while, we're, while I do this, did you hear the new title of the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, I heard there was like three different titles, but I don't know if 
I wasn't too sure if it was actually confirmed. No, well, on the Instagrams, um, the three main kids, Peter Parker, Ned, and uh, MJ, they each posted a different title. Oh. Just you know, trolling people. And then, like, the next day, they posted the real title. Oh, okay. And it's uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Home. Oh, No Way Home? No, Phone Home was, um, I think that was uh, the fake one Tom Holland gave. Oh. <laughs> And then there was like phone home and home slice, I think someone put. <laughs> and I got the other one was. So what's the actual uh, title now? Uh, no way home. No way home. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So the internet, which you know is always crucial, says. It's opening slowly. Slowly, I turned. <laughs> um. Doo, 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 doo. All right. We got one division. We have, oh, we have Falcon Winter Soldier, March 19th. Uh, Black Widow is May 7th. Loki Show is June 11th. Shang-Chi is July 9th. Eternals, November 5th. Spider-Man 3, December 17th. Holy crap. And then they're saying the Hawkeye TV show is supposed to be out later this year, too. Late 2021. Holy crap. Um, and Miss Marvel, too, is supposed to be late 2021. Hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange is March 25th to 22. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6, 22. Black Panther 2, July. I don't know if that, that's what well, it might be. July 8, 2022. Captain Marvel 2, November 11, 2022. And there's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Wow. That's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, and Moon Knight is going to be a TV show uh, starring Oscar Isaac on Disney+. Plus In 2022. She-Hulk will be coming out in 2022 on Disney+. Plus. Wow. We're going to be sick of Marvel. <laughs> That's so crazy on how Marvel is turning out to be this incredible streaming TV movie thing, like such a deep universe. It's it's, it's weird. Oh, yeah. And they're doing it with Star Wars now, too. They, they're, they're copying the Marvel formula they're doing for Star Wars. That's why you got all these TV shows and these movies coming out in the next, like, three years. Wow. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. All right, man. We got one more episode of the show. It's going to be sad to see it go because I've enjoyed doing these shows. And we haven't decided if we're doing Winter Soldier and Falcon yet because we don't know what it's like. If it's good, maybe we will. If it's not, maybe we won't. We'll see. Um, Dude, it does but, look good. I just did a rewatch. Looks really good. Three, three in a row I got. Oh, yeah, I did in, in a weird order, though. I think I told you. I watched Civil War recently. I watched Winter Soldier. Last night I watched First Avenger. <laughs> I was like, well, I was psyching myself up. I read an article that said that the action scenes in, in Winter Soldier and Falcon Winter Soldier are unreal. Really? Yeah. Well, what's great about these shows is they're making them like they're movies. They they look like they're movies. Yes, the and quality is amazing. Kind of like I, like WandaVision was like twenty million an episode or some crazy thing like that. Wow. Yeah, just crazy amounts of money they're spending on these things. So, I'm okay. I got a, I got a question for you, Agatha. Does do you think she's going to be a bigger character in the cinematic universe like do we see her go from streaming to the big screen if she's not like a flat-out villain you might see her in multiverse of madness wow she might be like she might be uh falcon to wanda's cap hmm interesting well or with whoever yeah. gets a hold of the shield falcon. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be falcon um yeah wow all right, that was fun, dude. Yeah. Uh, so before we go, I want to make two recommendations to the, to you and to the crowd. 
Uh, the first one is is the Lo- the Superman and Lois TV show, which premiered this past week. Had a two hour pilot episode. It was so good. It was on the CW, and I was expecting a lot from these CW shows because I'm really on the fence with all of them. I still watch The Flash and um, um, the the time travel one, which I like so much I can't remember the name. Um, and I did like Star Girl season one. So I, I didn't have high hopes for the Superman and Lois. This is a really good show. Well, it's only the pilot, but it's a really good two hours of TV. Uh, and I can't wait for more. What, I hope what, they don't. Good, good in what way? Good good story? or it's a good story, the acting. Like uh, this guy that's Superman, I like him. I like that. It's, I like the, the road they're taking with. You know, he's got two, they got two teenage kids. Um, they know, have children. Kids. They have two teenage boys. They're twins. One of them, well, I don't want to explore that, but um, yeah, it's just a good take on, on Superman, and it's it's fresh, it's it's new, it's I think the guy's great. I like the Lois. I like everyone that's playing the actor, uh, you know, the different people so far. Um, it's just it's just good. It's just good storytelling. It's it, you know, like when I watched the first episode of Smallville twenty one years ago, I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah. And I felt like that with this one, not as as much as I like Smallville, but almost as good. I'm like, this is a really good Superman show, mm-hmm. um, and I hope they can keep it up. Hope they don't CW it too much. Um, but what yeah, that so you know, make it all about teen angst and and uh, they become little whispers. I, I, I on, on Arrow and Flash, especially when they want to get serious, they start talking low. <laughs> But you gotta understand, Iris. I really love you, and but I have to save the Earth, dude. No one can hear you. Speak up. <laughs> when they get earnest and intense, they 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 start to whisper talk, and I hate it. All right, cool. Maybe because I'm old and cranky and can't hear as well as I used to. But whatever. Um, yeah, it's a good show. If you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Um, and then the other thing I want to recommend is, and I'm late on board. I'm sure the comic book world is is way ahead of me on this. But I I, I recently started reading the Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer. Really great book. He understands Spidey. He understands Peter. Um, Mary Jane's back in the picture. It's just a really good, good book. I'm enjoying it. I'm like devouring. He's got 60 issues out. I devoured them all in about a week, week and a half. That's a really good issue. Uh, comic. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Mom's Basement Collectibles. What's going on there? I just finished up my Young Avengers week. I haven't figured out what I'm doing this week. Um, so we'll see. I haven't done DC in a while. I might do DC. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's see. You can find us on Facebook, Nerdemy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdemy Twitter, Nerdemy Podcast, YouTube. That's on fire. I say that every week because it is. Nerdemy Podcast. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, dude. Dude, we got mentioned. You want to talk Good. about that? Oh, yeah. Big shout out to uh, Verbal.com, V-U-R-B-L, which is a... Um, a podcasting website we were listed we were on their list of let me get the name of the list correctly um uh, well there's a top 15 and we made the list of their best here we go the best podcast about 80s blockbusters um blockbuster movies so we're on the list with 14 other podcasts and it's um specifically they highlighted a uh, an excerpt from our show on die hard Check it out. We made a list. Yeah, we made a list. <laughs> it's a snippet of the 80s movie Die Hard. They obviously hadn't gotten to our Back to the Future episodes where those professionally written skits were preceded. <laughs> <laughs> we made a, hey, the last time we were on a list, so uh, if, if you guys, we're going to throw a plug right now, right? We, we use this 
company called Anchor, right? Anchor FM, and mm-hmm. their podcasting hosting site. And they at one time had like their top podcast, and we were, I think, we're on there like weekly. And then for some reason, the rap bastards took it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't funny. do that feature anymore. But you know, we we're we we're on there. And it's like, oh man, too bad. And I want to I want to fine tune our shout out in verbal. Our verbal, we were we made the list by one of their employees, Alana. Who made a who curated a uh, the best podcast about the '80s list? Okay, and she, I'm assuming she's the one I picked us because she does a little intro. Hi, this is Alana. Well, all right. So yeah, so okay. check us out. So uh, yeah, check us out. Check out Verbal V U R B L dot com and see if you know see what their website's about in regards to hosting podcasts. Uh, you can find a lot of different podcasts on there too. Yeah, baby, top fifteen. <laughs> next week top 10 there you go anything else that's all I got friend see you. till next time you're a scarlet witch that was weird <laughs> <laughs>